Chadley and the No Good, Horrible, Very Bad Memes. Welcome to the Movie <laughs> Epidemic Podcast. <laughs> How are you doing today, Chadley? Uh, I'm doing really well. It's been a while since we've potted. Uh, it's yeah, been a while. A couple weeks, probably. A couple weeks. Um, uh, because of a couple of things. Uh, number one, I was moving. And number two, uh, Buck Duke wasn't on a secret mission to Mount Rushmore. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. I went to Mount Rushmore. I got real drunk and was driving around in uh, in America. I saw that you went to Mount Rushmore. And uh, how long before you think Trumpo puts his, his, his face up there? Maybe his whole body. I hope it's immediately. <laughs> it's like the, sec- the day he gets it. I hope it's the first call that he makes as Push president. through Congress, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he can override anything, though, right? He's the president. At least that's what he thinks it works like. He, he, that's how he <laughs> thinks it works. That's, that's not what, how it works. No, dude, it's not. And I love that. I love that. Trumpo, Trumpo's amazing. Now, me, I've got, uh, I got some stories because um, I moved into um, the sketchiest, most ghetto fucking neighborhood in Edmonton because, you know, I want to save some money. Saving some money, you know, paying dirt rent. Mm-hmm. And the first night we got here... The first three nights we got here, we got to experience what I call a cosmic opera. A couple decided that directly outside our window at ridiculous hours of the evening was the perfect nights to have, or the perfect time and place to have domestic disputes. So on the first night, I kind of feel bad for the guy, right? Because like I like I feel bad for the guy because what happens was what? You're a misogynist. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So like first first night. She's just screaming like, you fucking asshole, piece of shit. And he's like, get in the fucking house. You know, come on, please. Let's just sit down. Let's talk. You get in the fucking house. What? What? They live in your building or what? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, all I know is they fight right outside my window and it's too hot to sleep with the window closed. So we uh-huh. had to listen. Uh, so this one was at 12 midnight. Um, it woke us up and we heard the whole thing and that's fine. You know, 12 midnight acceptable i guess whatever i'm usually up at that time anyway yeah yeah like we we hadn't we hadn't been in bed long when we heard this but this went on for about 45 minutes uh day two uh they did this at 5 a.m but this time i felt bad for the girl because this time he was leaving her for the girl that he'd been cheating on her with and i like i'm like oh man what a dick like i feel so bad for her but the reason i felt bad for her is she wasn't even like mad about it but she was like just desperate. You know, like when somebody's not mad about a breakup, but they're just desperate and they're like, please, I do better. I do better. You know, like that sort of thing. Hey, lady, this guy just said he'd been banging someone else and he wants to hang out with them more than you. Maybe get mad. And so that was day two, 5 a.m. Day three. Now on day three, I don't feel bad for either of them. Now I'm just feeling bad for me because I'm, I'm trying to sleep here. Uh, fucking, this one was 3 a.m., so, you know, right in the middle of my slumber. Right pinpoint in the middle. But at this point, also, like, I, I almost anticipate it, and, like, you know, I'm invested in the characters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But this time, this time, she was, like, all I heard this time was her breaking stuff, or somebody was breaking stuff. They were, they were smashing stuff in the alley, and her going, you fucking piece of shit. No, you piece of shit. Fuck you. And like, it was amazing. I was like, yeah, go girl. It was like, it was like, it was the conflict resolution I needed, I think. Um, but also, I've seen a lot of like really interesting homeless guy stuff since I've been here. Yo, uh, yo there's just, there's homeless dudes everywhere. Like, I almost like, I gotta let my cat out. He's meowing around. Oh, he's, he's meowing hard. I didn't even know fucking Buck Duke had a cat. I was pretty sure Buck Duke was severely allergic to cats but i guess buckley do i he is he is allergic to cats why are you fucking on a cat why do you buck buck why why do you have a cat aren't you aren't you severely allergic <laughs> oh dude him. he loves it he loves being on the podcast <laughs> Look at him. Welcome to the podcast. are we are we are we showing pets are we showing pets today because i got one here if you're watching on the video, this is a cage right here. This is my cage, one of my two cages. Oh, I'll show you what's. I'll show you what's in this cage. 
some good stuff. This is good pod, guys. This isn't even planned. This is just good pod. Yeah, sorry, he was meowing around. I figured I'd uh, figure out what he wanted. I figured we were doing uh, we were doing pet show and tell, so I got this. Oh, gross! What is that? <laughs> it's, it's a rat with spikes. Just kidding! It's a hedgehog. Why is it so big? What the hell are you feeding it? What the this, fuck? This one is really big. Yeah, we she got really fat. Um, that thing's past- bigger than your head, Chadley. What the fuck's <laughs> going on over there? Yeah. This one, she got really, really big. We what took the her. Fuck? To- is it pregnant? That's a GMO hedgehog. <laughs> what the fuck? No, she's she's spayed or yeah, she's spayed, so she actually can't be pregnant. She's just you can <laughs> spay hedgehogs. What the fuck? Yeah, if they get cancer, you have to, and that's what happened. She got cancer. Oh, yeah, I forgot about so that. We had to spare. Did you spend like $9,000 on that fucking thing? <laughs> no, it was like $600. It's it a lot of money, but yeah, she got really, really fat. I don't know what she's eating, but she's eating something. I don't I know. Would die. <laughs> yeah, I know you would have. I know you would have. But yeah, she she's how huge. much? How much is a hedgehog to buy, Chadley? Uh, depends on uh, how, when you get them. Um, if you get them when they're like babies, they're 200 bucks. If you get them when they're a little bit older, they're like 120 bucks. Okay. You could have just let it die and replaced it with another one for 120 bucks. Yeah, but it wouldn't be the same buck. It wouldn't be the fucking same. It wouldn't have been exactly the same. (laughs) Wouldn't have been the same. I have another one, but he's a fuck face and he, I mean, he's less fat. He's like, like, you know, when your kids fish die, you replace it with a similar fish. (laughs) <laughs> same shit, yeah. It's not, it's not the same. Same idea, same idea. Look, this one likes me, I think. <laughs> this one, I think this one has, has an emotional attachment. Let's talk about movies, Chadley. Sure. Today, <clears throat> woo, woo, we're, doing, um, we're doing a movie show where we're going to talk about X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Dive right into that one. That's uh, After about 10 of those, you think they just not make any more but here we go <laughs> after they found out that uh brian singer was a kitty fiddler you think they might have pulled the plug on this but nope just kept on keeping on i guess we're gonna be doing a top five x-men are we do- is that what we're doing yep i did not prepare such a thing but Don't i can't worry about it just keep talking you'll figure it out <laughs> yeah i can make it up as i go along um yeah, we're going to talk about X-Men Apocalypse, do top five X-Men films, then we're going to move on to our Batman movie of the week. We're going to talk about Batman Begins, and ooh, 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 I'm excited to talk about that one. Is that, uh, is that some niece or what? That's some fucking niece. I'm so glad. I'm so, it's been a while since we've had an actual reason to talk about the niece. I mean, we yeah. talk about them all the time anyway, but now we have a reason, and nobody can sure. be like, why the fuck are you talking about Liam Neeson when you're reviewing uh, fucking, fucking Room? Like, I mean, you can always find a reason to talk about the needs. Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, and then we're going to finish off with a little flick from uh, from uh, Shane Hack, a.k.a. Shane Black. You don't like Shane Black, hey? We'll get into that. No, I don't like Shane Black at all. That being said, I've never seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I've heard that's all right. It's, I just, it's decent. It's not I'm as good just, as people make it out to be. I'm just, I'm just pretty pissed. I'm still pissed off about Iron Man 3. Because um, unwatchable. Fucking, that's the worst. That's one of the worst superhero movies ever made. And if you disagree, then you're wrong. It's not. I it's. Dis- I do disagree. It's not as bad as BVS, but that's because like no movie is. But like, it's <laughs> shits up there. I think it's better than pretty much every superhero movie that's come out this year. <laughs> so, fair enough. Here's the thing, though, is that uh, on this podcast, we either spend an hour screaming about Donald Trump, an hour screaming about Liam Neeson, or an hour screaming about Batman versus Superman. And either way, it's good pod. <laughs> so, exactly. So buckle up and tune in. Um, so let's, uh, let's get started with X-Men Apocalypse. Even the franchises we have come to know to be decent are putting out shit this year. And I don't fucking get it. How can nobody make a good movie this year? It's How just, can, I think everything is just so incredibly safe this year. It's, that, yeah, like, that it's, it's like bland. It's like, it's like eating chicken and rice every day for your fucking life. Yeah, but that's good. And I do do that. So that's not, that's not an issue. What I'm saying is, uh. You made 10 of these fucking movies, right? Yeah. 
And you're like, okay, we got we got the baddest guy of all. He's Apocalypse. He's got the four horsemen of the Apocalypse. He's going to fucking blow up Earth or whatever. I Honestly, he's just yelling around for most of the movie. I don't even know what the fuck he's trying <laughs> to accomplish. He's not that scary to me. Here's, here's the thing. Has the fame gotten to your head? Not that scary. Here's here's the problem with um, if we're if we're diving right into the character of Apocalypse, here's the big problem with the character of Apocalypse is he has almost no dialogue. All of his dialogue is just a synonym. Like it's just the same thing that he said in his last line, but said differently. Like the whole movie, he says he says you have forgotten your powers. The powerful will take over the world, and that's it. Like the whole fucking movie. That's all he says again and again. Now, let's let's actually get into the meat and bones of this movie. So, another one of the big problems is that they have like they you know like in some movies when you have the bad guy going around recruiting people. Mm-hmm. Well, they had this in this they had that in this movie, and like when you're going around and recruiting people, it's really fun to watch if they do it differently for each character, which they didn't. <laughs> he said the same thing to each of the people that he recruited, and they were all like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me. It's like, I can't watch this four times. Why the fuck am I watching this four times? We're, they they and were I, like, I'm not going to join you. And he's like... Watched it ten times because you've seen all the X-Men movies. Yeah, yeah. So... Like he's um, not he's not any scarier... And fucking Magneto's in this shit too, so it's like... <laughs> the big problem too with this movie is that they were so... Like, to me, it felt like they were so concerned that people were going to lose interest in the X-Men that they're like, oh, shit, let's get all the ones that people know from the past movies in here real quick. Let's get Phoenix. Let's get fucking uh, Cyclops and Storm. Let's just, let's just shove them all into one movie. Because they were... Cyclops can take a hike. Cy- <laughs> Cyclops, get the hell out of here. Fuck, I, he's, he's the worst X-Men. Storm is right there up there as well. I hate Storm as well. Storm's okay if Halle Berry's playing her. Oh yeah, dude. Which I love she was very fucking storm. Yeah, which I fucking she was love not. those old X Men movies. They're preposterous. <laughs> they're not very good, but like they're they're kind of fun to watch. They're there's certainly like okay, all these X Men movies have fucking paper thin plot and some cool set pieces. Even this one has it, but like, what is that doing for me at this point? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're we're in an age. Here's the thing that I was thinking about the other day is that I don't know if we're in an age where movies are getting worse or if people's expectations for movies are just way higher. Um, I think I've just seen too many movies. <laughs> yeah. At this, at this point I've seen it all. Yeah. I've seen it all and nothing's going to surprise me. Um, for instance, we're going to be talking about this movie next week, but we're um, or in two weeks. Um, the legend of Tarzan came out and it, it received, it just got totally panned by the critics. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't, to say anything about the movie itself but here's the thing is that like probably just gonna be the story of Tar- Tarzan again and it's like I've fucking seen that you know yeah, like Christoph Waltz and Samuel L. Jackson Christoph Waltz and fucking yeah okay that's a pretty good cast though like I'm pretty, pretty excited good cast, though, hey? pretty good cast. isn't fucking Alexander Skarsgård fucking Tarzan or something I don't know probably am I, am I right here am I right either way that's gonna be fun we're gonna be watching that in a couple of weeks um but what else was I saying? Um, yeah, X-Men Apocalypse. So the movie is just sort of pushing all these characters on you. And the problem is, is that they're pushing all these characters on you with absolutely no depth. Absolutely none at all. They're basically like, okay, we're going to take these characters, Cyclops, Phoenix, all that. Yeah. We're just, just make them horny teens. Just yeah, horn them there's up. There's a, fucking, there's a scene in this where when Cyclops first comes to the school and he can't see anything because he can't open his eyes, and like fucking Jean Grey starts talking to him, and he's like, "Ew, I don't want a weird girl talking." <laughs> to me. It's like, hey, who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> Dude, did somebody approve this script? Jesus. Brian Singer did apparently. Brian Singer, and you know what's the word? It was sad part is that like. You know Stan Lee has to look over all these scripts too, oh, right? Like fuck though. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even think Stan Lee's alive anymore. I think they've been fucking weekend <laughs> at burning him for the last fucking ten years. That's why like when you see like his Comic Con panels, he's always doing the same jokes and shit. And he's, he's <laughs> it's because it's it's they're piping it through, dog. They've been fucking weekend at Bernie's him for the last 
they got they got him on strings like Bob Barker. I am convinced Bob Barker is not alive. I put him on my death pool every year, and I'm shocked he doesn't die. Dude, he's fucking not real. Either either he's either he's not alive anymore, or he was never real. I can't decide which. Um, but yeah, Stanley. Like, here's the thing: is that like he probably just has so many scripts slapped on his desk. Did he that he make a cameo on this one? I don't know. I was pretty drunk when I saw this. Yeah, he did. Um, when Apocalypse, I think Apocalypse caused some sort of explosion, and mm-hmm. him and his it, like they were showing like concerned citizens and looking up at it, and he was one of them. And then like they did a close up on him, and you could see the explosion in the reflection of his signature right. sunglasses. That was pretty good, actually. <laughs> That that part with Stan Lee, that well, was pretty good. I don't think it's without cool visual stuff. No. Um see, like I, I, I do I do agree. Some of the visual stuff is really good, but I feel like they went a really cartoony route in this. Um at some points. And then at other points, they're like, we're gonna make this real fucking violent. Because this one is really violent, like way more violent than any of the other ones. Mm, um, the Wolverine maybe, is more yeah, I was going to say, maybe with the exception of the Wolverine. But like, spoilers, the Wolverine is in this movie. And there's like, there's like a scene where he's like running down corridors, just like slashing throats and like stab people. And there's just like blood fountaining everywhere. I and I'm love like, oh. that new direction they've given Wolverine where he just kills everybody in sight. That scene was the best scene in the entire movie. The rest of it was safe and vanilla as hell. And then they were like, okay, we're going to bust out Wolverine, have him murder like 50 people. And then, and then we're gonna have him, you know, give sex eyes to a twenty-year-old because why not? I don't know. Like, people t- tend to really like the first-class universe in these movies. I just don't. I, I like. I liked it initially. I liked the way that it was headed initially, but now we got Cyclops in the game, and I just don't care anymore. Yeah, it's all the same shit. Cyclops is like the worst X-Men. Like how like how do they keep putting him in movies? Okay, because this is pretty this is pretty like general consensus that everybody hates Cyclops. Why the fuck you keep putting him in stuff? Everybody you know, loves him. You know that like when Brian Singer called that kid, he was like, Hey, we want you to be an X-Men. He's like, Oh my god, yes! And they're like, We want you to be Cyclops. He's like, Oh, dude. Right. They he probably turned it their first choice probably turned it down, so that's why they got this kid that couldn't act. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. None of these people could act. And, like, um, that girl who plays Jean Grey, um, she's on Game of Thrones, and she's real good. I know she can act. Chose not to here, I guess. <laughs> she is not very good. And the problem is, is they just, like, fucking throw us in with these characters, and they're like, and they're like, okay, here are these characters, and we're not going to tell you anything about them, and they're not going to have any character development. They're going to be totally one-dimensional, enjoy and it's like how the hell can i enjoy that if you're not going to write your characters properly another thing too why the fuck are they shoving jennifer lawrence down my throat like yeah. why why do they keep doing that jennifer lawrence is the main character of this movie mystique is the main character of this movie it's like hey i may have read an x-men comic or two when i was a kid and let me tell you mystique wasn't an x-men <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of preposterous shit in this just because they want to put Jennifer Lawrence on the cover. Yeah, um, I also remember when this movie came out, there was a poster that that uh, got got in trouble. Do you remember this? Nope. There was a poster that was going around that had Oscar Isaac choking out Mystique, <laughs> and like I it happens. It. Yeah, it happens in the movie. It's a pretty cool poster. But, like, people are like, well, that is so sexist. It's like, how the fuck is that sexist? I would, is- I would love to have a Michael Fassbender movie where he plays the Magneto, but it's just all about him. I would, too, because that was going to be my next point. Holy shit, the boy is good. I don't – even if my – like, I feel like even when Michael Fassbender doesn't believe in the script, still goes hundo. Dude, dude's good. He's just that good. The only the, dick. The only thing is, like that. That's what I'd say. This universe is really good at good at doing, and like I'll and I'll credit it to this movie as well. It's really good at making me like Magneto 
and dislike him at the same time, which is 100% what they're going for. Yeah. And I, I think it works beautifully. Um, the, way, the way that they did it in this movie at the end, where like the good guys showed up and then all the bad guys were like, yeah, I mean, we could be good guys. That's pretty fucking stupid. And I was pretty... <laughs> I was pretty silly. pissed. Yeah, I was pretty. I was pretty pissed when all of Apocalypse's henchmen just started fighting Apocalypse, and I'm like, "Hey, you already killed millions of people. You right, You can't. You can't just go. You can't just take it back now." Well, I just. I, I don't understand. I don't understand. As far as the the uh, Horsemen of the Apocalypse, which was Storm, Psylocke, um, Angel, and Magneto, I don't understand what their thought process was like then that's that's one of the big problems with this movie is that uh their thought process was what because what happens is that they join apocalypse after apocalypse explains what he's gonna do and then apocalypse start do starts doing exactly what he said he was gonna do and they're like oh shit i don't know if i want to be involved in this and it's like why'd you join why'd you start <laughs> yeah and then, and like they never explain why they are just like, oh yeah, Psylocke and Psylocke and Storm are X Men now. So good on you, good job. Powerful, powerful stuff. Um, I do really like the relationship that they continue to cultivate between James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender. I think they are fantastic together. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're together, though, when James McAvoy is talking to anyone else. Yeah, just fucking fast forward through that shit because it's not interesting. That's and that's the big problem with this movie is that they were just it, like it felt to me that they were writing the script and and then somebody burst in the door and was like, Hey you guys, um so here's the thing. I was just talking to the studio. You ready for this? You ready for this? Okay, I was just talking to the studio. They said there's like a million superhero movies coming out next year, so that means like we gotta get this X-Men movie out next year. So could you finish the script in like half an hour? And they're like, oh, dude, we're like halfway done. Like, can we proofread it at least? And they're like, no, no, no. There's no time for fucking proofreading. We just need to get this script into production right now. And that's what they did. It's just, yeah, it, how, like, long, it, how long was this guy? Because it felt like it was way too long. For it, was, it was about two hours. It was about two yeah. hours, as far as I recall. Maybe a bit longer. 44 minutes. Oh, yeah. It was a bit longer than two hours. Um, yeah. I just... Even, like, I watched this with my girlfriend, and she was just, like, she got bored. And she doesn't get bored watching Blockbuster. She's not like me. She doesn't, like, legit see, like, shit, like, garbage, right? She's just an average movie consumer, and she knew this was shit. So if you can't get past your average movie consumer, back to the drawing board. Yeah, and that's it, it didn't do very good in the box office, I don't believe. Yeah, I don't think it did very well, which doesn't surprise me. Um, I think it also had something to do with its negative reviews, which it deserves. Um, also, like, I've said it before, but, like, Fox, like, do you really believe that I'm going to forget that Brian Singer, like, touched children? Like, do you really think I'm going to just forget that? I can't forget it! Why are, they, why are people still giving him money? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Like... Although, that being said, if Roman Polanski came out with a new flick, I'd probably see it. But, like, that's because he's Roman Polanski. He's not fucking Brian Singer. <laughs> well, see, the thing about Roman Polanski and fucking Woody Allen is they're funding their own movies, you know? Like, and they're, they're also extremely good. They're, they're also good. They're good at what they do, and they fund their own movies because they don't give a fuck. They're like, Woody Allen's like, I'm going to make this same movie every year for the next 50 years. And everybody's like, all right, Woody, <laughs> go ahead and do that. You do exactly that. I'm still waiting for the day that Dan Whitney, a.k.a. the Larry, K- K- Larry the Cable Guy, stars in a fucking Woody Allen movie. That's going to be unreal. Oh, my God. All right, so I know generally – how I want to put together my top five X-Men movies. I just got to do it real quick. Um, yeah, Oscar Isaac was in better movies this year. <laughs> me too, man. Cause last year, last year he was just murdering the game, fucking star Wars. And like, the thing is, is like, I feel bad for Oscar Isaac because he probably couldn't foretell how shitty this was going to be. No. Well, he I mean, probably just trying to get some of that fuck you money, but I did watch this movie called Mo- Mojave Mojave. Well, Javi, I've heard of that. I've never seen it, though. Fucking terrible. Oscar Isaac 
just goes around saying brother like he's like a fucking cowboy or some shit. Oh, yes. Like two hours. And it's like probably one of the worst movies I've seen this year. Goddamn. Uh, Oscar Isaac, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, goddamn, fuck you. Remember Ex Machina, Oscar Isaac? Do you remember it even? <laughs> I don't think he remembers it. I don't, yeah, <laughs> he forgot all about it. All right, I made my top five X Men movies. So, uh, bottom line, X Men Apocalypse, I would honestly even say skip it. All you really need to know for the inevitable next entry is that Storm, Psylocke, uh, Nightcrawler, which we kind of breezed past, but man, that kid fucking sucked. That was yeah, awful. Was was so actor. awful. What a terrible a- actor. It's not It's not an unwatchable movie. It's just very boring compared to a lot of the... Especially compared to like the, the last one, which was Days of Future Past, which was really exciting and fun to watch. Are we counting I don't, Dead- remember, I don't remember a second of that movie. Are we counting Deadpool as an X-Men movie? Yeah, of course. Okay, that counts? Okay, I'm going to edit my list then. I'm going to edit my list to throw in some Deadpool. Um, yeah, I just think I just think they could have done a lot more. But Because like, what they were doing, and I really liked it, was they were taking the, these new X-Men movies and sort of easing us into it. You know, and they were really easing us into it. And then this movie, they're like, all right, fuck the easing. Let's crack them open like a can of beer and horse fuck them with all these characters. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't a huge fan. It's certainly watchable, I guess, if you're into fucking wasting two and a half hours <laughs> watching a shiny blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. Like if you like Jurassic World, you'll probably like this shit. It's about the it's about the same amount of content. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, I'll agree with you there. Jurassic World fucking blows, dog. <laughs> I still, I still think it's fun, but that's because I like I dinosaurs. Know. Of course, you don't. Ta! Although, this I have, you're lying. although I have I have come around on on your views on Jurassic World, and yeah, maybe it's not maybe it's not a five star film. Maybe shouldn't have been on my top five of the summer last year. My although, number five X Men movie, X Men First Class. X Men First Class. Bacon. Oh yeah, Kevin Bacon was in this. Although big problem with Kevin Bacon being in this movie, no finger. <laughs> no finger. Yeah, exactly. And also Fastbender and McAvoy are in it. Not a single finger. All those dudes have shown finger. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the finger at? Where's the finger at with the fucking X Men? Three dudes that are known for showing finger in the same film. Not even a not even a whiff. What's really good about X Men First Class is that they made an X Men movie that didn't have your generic X Men. It didn't even have Wolverine in it. It didn't have um didn't have Cyclops. It didn't have. He was in it for a second, but not really. <laughs> but like, it didn't have like all your classic X Men, and it still did well because it was well written. Yeah, Whereas that's the exact opposite it thing they did with Fireboy Matthew Vaughn. What was it? I thought that was also a Brian Singer joint. No, fuck you! How dare you? I thought Brian Singer did all of them except for the Wolverine. Our boy Matthew Vaughn did X Men First Class, and that's why it was good. Oh, you know what? You're fucking, you're fucking right, dude. You're right. That was Matthew Vaughn. My number five. We talked about this movie on the pod. This is the newest entry other than Apocalypse. This is Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. That's the oh, best. Yeah. That's the best cast in, uh, in uh, cinematic history, uh, if, if, if you ask me. Uh, sure. As far as superheroes go, anyways, I think Ryan Reynolds is the best cast Maybe other than um, what's his fucking name, uh, Chris Evans? Because hey, I'm pretty sure that guy is Captain America. Chris Evans, yeah, yeah. I think Chris Evans might actually be Captain America, but like Ryan I've Reynolds, I've seen him outside of the Captain America suit, so I don't really know. <laughs> it's true. Even in that Snowpiercer movie, I think he was wearing it underneath. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that movie. I love that movie. Yeah, it was a really good movie. Um, but yeah, number five is Deadpool. Really fun. Really funny. It's R-rated as hell. Super violent, very very crass. Uh, I just wish more happened in it, but it's still a fun fun watch. It's not very long either. I don't think. No, it's not long. It's like it's it's watchable length. I I, I think. Yeah, it's, My it's, number four. Two thousand, the year two thousand. These things weren't even being made yet. It's X Men, the original. The original? This one just barely missed my list. I kicked it off to throw on Deadpool. Uh, this one's really good. I Actually, if I'm being honest, it's been a few years. Um, I, I don't really remember what happens in this one too much. 
it's pretty good. Other than like when they go into the fucking uh, imp- or uh, the fucking what's that thing that in New York? Oh the, the fucking- oh yeah the fucking empire no the uh, Statue of Liberty. Yeah, when they go in the right. Statue of Liberty, that part's a little a little little a little lacking since it's the climax. Here's the here's the thing about these X Men movies is that it seems like every time they start a new trilogy, they're like, "All right, we gotta get a, we gotta get somebody to play Magneto," and they're like, "Who's the best actor in the world right now?" And then that's who they get. Yeah, because fucking Ian McKellen is so good as Magneto. And you know he's, that he, he, yeah. he fucks, dude. He fucks pretty hard. I love Ian McKellen so much, and I actually I love Patrick Stewart as uh, Professor X as well. Yeah. They're both amazing. I love Patrick Stewart in anything he does, though. So. The only problem with Ian McKellen is, um, hey, you're too British and not German enough. <laughs> whereas, it's, whereas it's the exact opposite with Michael Fassbender. It's just like, hey, how are you so German? How are you this German? My number four is a little movie we talked about already. Kevin Bacon stars in X-Men First Class. Love it. No finger, though. Lacking in finger. My Lacking number three. The uh, the one that flies under the radar most often, in my opinion, 2013, The Wolverine. 2013's The Wolverine. I adore this movie. Um, I remember when I went to see it, and like the villain came out at the end. I saw this like with my brother, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, dude, that's Silver Samurai." And my brother's like, "Who?" And I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Done. Walks into a my Wolverine movie. The most underrated X Men movie. Yeah, it's it's actually amazing. Um, I know a lot of people have a lot of problem with it because there's there's not much content it, to to speak of, but the content that, that's there is really rich. Like it's it's awesome. It's also a beautiful film if you've never yeah. seen it. Oh yeah, it's like it all takes place in Japan. Super pretty to look at. Really, really pretty. My number three. This one also flies under the radar a little bit. My boy, um, what's his name? Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming. Is that what his name is? No, I don't think that's his name. Uh, fucking, this is X2. Yeah, uh, X2 fucking rules. X2 with Patrick Stewart, Hugh Jickman. I'm trying to remember what this guy, I thought it was Alan Cumming. Yeah, it is Alan Cumming. It is Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming as Nightcrawler is surprisingly fun, despite the fact that Alan Cumming is, like, the worst. Yeah, but he's not very good. He's not very good, but he's actually pretty good as Nightcrawler. Maybe it's because I don't have to look at his fucking goofy face, but, like, it's pretty fun. Um... Yeah, if you, if you haven't seen X-Men 2, check that one out. This is the one where they go into, like, uh, the big, like, aircraft base that yeah. would then return in X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, 100% don't watch that. Um, but this one's really fun. All right, my number two is Deadpool. Deadpool! We already talked about that one. Ryan Reynolds looking like a dick the whole movie. Yep, that one does have finger. Yeah, that one. That one actually. Yeah, it does. It doesn't have like half blown off finger at one point. Or am I? Am I just doing something else? Full finger. It's just in the shadows. You got to be looking for it. Yeah, or you got to pause it and crank the brightness. Yeah, probably see. You can probably see full full witch, right? Yeah, you can. You can see the outline of the witch. My number two. We already gabbled about this one. This is the Wolverine, baby. Yeah. I fucking love this movie so much. It is so good. And nobody talks about it because it doesn't have X-Men in the title. That's the problem, right? But they were just trying to distance themselves X-Men Origins Wolverine because that was trash. I'm a big fan personally. I, I, I think the original title for the Wolverine was X-Men Origins Wolverine 2. Yes, it was. But I'm glad they changed it. And now they're making uh, something called Wolverine 3, which, okay. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you. What is this, Rambo? You're confusing the shit out of us. <laughs> All right, fuck you. <laughs> might as but, well just uh, call. It, might as well just call it fucking Logan. Like Jesus, fuck you. My number one. I'm gonna go with X two. X two is your number one. Yeah, dog. Really? I love X two. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's pretty good. My number one is a movie. I I don't think you liked this movie very much, but I loved it. Uh, my number one is Days of Future Past. Uh, really good stuff. You I got, don't think that movie's very good. <laughs> I really enjoy it because, like, you got you got the Hugh Jackman as the main character. I'll tell you what. I like Days of Future Past as much as I like Apocalypse. 
That's preposterous. About dude. a three-star film. That's preposterous because Days of Fe- Days of Future Past is like fucking better than the Avengers. Like Days of Future Past is really good. I, I would really, never watch that film again. <laughs> I've seen it a few times. I've seen the the extended cut too. It's really good. No, it's, it can't, I doubt it is because that means more Jennifer Lawrence. So it can't be. That can't be. Uh, make it yeah, better. I can't make it better. Yeah, they they do really shove the J Law down your throat. But I do like it's actually there's not as much J Law in that. Um, oh man, we didn't even talk about this with X-Men Apocalypse, but I do want to touch on this really quickly. There's one scene in this movie that's like really amazing, really amazing in X-Men Apocalypse. And that is the scene where the spoilers, um, Professor X's Academy is exploding Uh and Quicksilver is fucking running in and out, like saving the people. That is a really visually entertaining scene. I'll tell you what, it feels like something I've seen before though. It does go on for a really long time. It's like it feels like a quick quicksilver thing I've seen before, honestly. Uh, you know what? I like I can't recall. I mean, I'm sure I have seen something like that, but I can't recall. I do like this quicksilver more than I like fucking a- Aaron Taylor Johnson's quicksilver cuz Aaron Taylor Johnson cannot act. And uh, this kid's not bad. Yeah. I don't but like Quicksilver, I, though. I, I also like that it says 10 years later and that Quicksilver didn't age a day. God bless. God bless. Nobody aged. It was 10 years later and nobody aged. It's not that long, Chadley. 10 years? Dude, I'm going to be fucking... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be bald in 10 years, dude. I'm going to lose this thick head of hair in that time. I'm be old as shit. I'm going to have, you, you know, like smoker skin? Just like like browning skin yeah, you're By not time, gonna age too well yeah no it's gonna be it's gonna be catastrophic <laughs> let's talk about Liam Neeson sure holy shit dude here's the thing here's the thing about Batman Begins is that I have heard so many people say this is easily the worst Batman movie ever made mm, no I don't fucking know what movie you're watching but this might be the best one <laughs> it's up there dude. dude it's so good ah, it's so good dude like this like this viewing particularly like made me think like hey this might one this one might even be better than the dark knight because like this one is actually an amazing movie and here's why is that in this movie more than any other batman movie i've ever seen he's a detective and that's like the point of Batman is he's a detective. But in this one, like he's legit doing detective work. He's not just running around to the bat symbol and beating people up when they're there, you know? Mm-hmm. This one's really good. It's really fucking good, dude. You gotta if you if you think that you won't like Batman begins, I guarantee you will. Or oh, if you like Batman, this is a better deconstruction of Batman than Batman versus Superman, you fucking you fucking chutches. Yeah. Fuck you and your Batman versus Superman. This movie, like, I know we, we said no origin, but, like, this, much like the first Captain America movie, is a good example of origin being done really, really well. Mm-hmm. This is an excellent origin film, and I don't say that lightly because I hate superhero origin. But I, I hate uh, superhero movies. At this point, yeah, I think I might be, uh, like, I'm checking out at this point. That being said, we on the show, we have watched every Batman movie and every Avengers movie, so maybe I'm just, like, maybe I'm just, like, starting to, to like, fizzle out and it all doesn't matter to me. I'm like a robot. My circuits are going fucking berserk at this point. Well, that's good, because we're watching X-Men next, so. God damn it. God, no, I don't want to watch the X-Men movies. <laughs> well, we have to at some point, Chadley. Yeah, let's let's wait till let's wait till they announce the next X Men. Though let's not. <laughs> I don't think I. I don't think you know I. Could you know what's, uh, Nobody really saw this movie in theaters. Hey, I don't. I don't know too many people that saw it in theaters. Batman Begins. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Okay, just think about it though for a minute. How many people you know saw this in theaters? Not that many, right? No. No, no, not that many. It got more of a resurgence when it came out on DVD. To this day, I don't understand. Why Killian Murphy isn't more famous? Oh, he's so good, dude. The Scarecrow's so fucking good, dude. Here's the thing, too, is that like you have Cillian Murphy up there. Is it Cillian Murphy or Killian Murphy? I heard you say Killian, but I've always heard it's Cillian. It's Killian. It's Obviously, Killian? I say every name right. Don- Donald Gleason. Donald Gleason, rest in peace. Um, Killian Murphy 
hey, he like he's one of those actors that like he was coming up like Tom Hardy or fucking Oscar Isaac, and then he just stopped, and it was really sad. I don't know if you've ever seen Twenty Eight Days Later. If you have a predetermined notion of what that movie's gonna be like, guess what? You're wrong. Silly Killian Murphy is fucking unreal in it. Go check that movie out. He's good in everything he's been in, though. Mm-hmm. Twenty Eight Days Later is just like an awesome movie. He's not been in that much, but everything he's been in is fucking amazing. He was in this Wes Craven movie called Red Eye. Yeah, yeah I've seen that. Yeah. Fucking Rachel amazing in that. The movie's not that good, but he's fucking so good in it. He, he, yeah, he he pulls out like a really good performance, and his just like the pure creepiness of the scarecrow in this movie is intense. Dude, he's got creepy face, and that's why I like him. Yeah, and he and he does, and he pulls it off. Like he pulls it off in this movie so well. One of my favorite Batman villains. That being said, sort of unfair to Killian Murphy because he is next to the number one best Batman villain in cinematic history. Raz al Ghul, as portrayed by my boy, <laughs> Liam, Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson. God bless. God bless. Like, here's the thing is that we talk about Liam Neeson and joke about how good he is all the time. And it's like, it's mostly jokes. But, like, dude's actually, like, unbelievably good. It's funny because, like, if you don't watch anything with Liam Neeson for a while, you're like, is he as good as I make him out to be? And then you watch this and you're like, yeah, he is actually. He's, <laughs> he's the that, best actor I've ever seen. He's actually that good. I would say currently living, he's the best actor. Um, you know, maybe maybe with Ray Fiennes at a close second. No way! Get the fuck out of here! You don't like Ray Fiennes? Yeah, he's he's good. Son, I love Ray Fiennes. I love him. I think him and Nice and uh, you just love fucking Schindler's List. Get the fuck out of here! I do. I do love Schindler's List. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson and Ray Fiennes in one movie. Can't say no to that. <laughs> But no, I'd say, I'd say Liam Neeson is easily the best currently living actor in in cinema at the very least. Um, uh, Kenneth Branagh is pretty good too. But, um, you know, they're all up there. But Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson's at least in the top five. If I really went through it, I could probably find a few better than Neeson, but like he's easily in the top five. He is, like he just, he brings so so much care to each character. Like it sounds weird, but he brings so much care to every character that he plays. And it's really evident in this movie that he gave a shit about Raz al Ghul before he walked onto set. He gave a shit about the franchise. He gave a shit about Batman. He cared. And that's really cool. This this is also the first Batman movie that isn't uh, Joel Schumacher or Tim Burton garbage. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's Christopher Nolan trash at this point, but like, Christopher Nolan's trash, but at least he's good at making movies. Whereas Joel Shoemaker and Tim Burton are both trash and not good at making movies. That's exactly right. So, like, this is when the Batman movies get really, really good, but they also get a little bit pretentious. But I think I can handle that if it means good Batman movies. Um, this movie does have some pretension. Let's be let's be honest. I would love to just sit here and say it's a perfect film, but yeah, it's a it's a little bit pretentious. Um, it's pretentious in its pacing more than anything, thinking that you're going to get a bunch of kids to go see a Batman movie and they're really going to sit through a murder trial and be like fine with that. Um, but I enjoyed it cause I'm an adult, but here's the thing is that <laughs> it's, it's like so Christopher Nolan though to do that, right? Yeah. Like Christopher Nolan, he, he, go, he goes on to Wikipedia. He's like, man, bat detective. Got it. <laughs> Parents murdered. Okay, that that'll be most of the movie. Yeah, but like the thing, the thing with Batman Begins is that like I saw this in theaters, and when this came out, I must have been twelve, and I didn't like it very much. Then I rewatched it as an adult, and it's one of my favorite movies. So, I have the hypothesis that this is not a kids movie. This is not a superhero movie for kids. This is a superhero movie for adults that was marketed towards kids. And I don't know why, because kids wouldn't, <laughs> kids would not like this. Honestly, the whole Christopher Nolan trilogy, I don't think kids could really enjoy. The other two more than this one, though. Yeah. This one in particularly isn't a kids movie. This is this is a very adult themed movie. It's it's very dark, but it's done in a different way than, uh, say, the darkness of a Zack Snyder film. Yeah, Zack Snyder film. Because uh, in, in a Zack Snyder one, film is like a was like what a teenager would make if I if I told. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you write this movie 
Uh, I want it to be as dark as you think you can make it. Uh, and let's see what you come up with. And that would be Batman versus Superman. Whereas this, it's just, like, it's dark in writing. You know, it's yeah. not just it's not just dark in aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's like the opposite of Tim Burton. I've also heard people uh, say that Christopher or uh, Christian Bale is the worst Batman. Ooh, you're wrong. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, he's pretty good. It's like people are like he's the worst Batman, and it's like, have you ever heard of a little man named Val Kilmer? Like, you ever heard of him? I would say Christian Bale is probably my favorite, only to be eclipsed by Benji Bat in the in the upcoming feature. Yeah, which yeah, I like. I can't wait to see the Ben Affleck written and directed Batman movie because here's the thing: starring Matt Damon as Nightwing. Is that <laughs> no? That's a good joke, but like that would actually be dope. Um, yeah, it would. Dude, holy shit, they need to do that. They need to do that. They have to do it. it it's too good to pass it up, I think, at this point. But uh, Benji Bat's hey, going to Why be is really Nightwing good. older than Batman? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Matt Damon hasn't aged that well, in my opinion. Ben Affleck, on the other hand, dude, looks awesome. He looks only, get, only getting younger, in my opinion. <laughs> it's probably why he left Jennifer Garner, because he was like, she getting older, I'm getting younger. Yeah. He's going to pick up a Don Peace model like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio did. <laughs> Except unlike yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, he's only going to pick up one. Leo figured it out. Okay? <laughs> he figured it out early. I think he's got 15 Don Peace model girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> and they all just like live in his mansion. Leonardo that's, DiCaprio. That's what I like about Leo is he's he's not afraid to just bang dime pieces, different ones every day. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> he doesn't care what the tabloids say about him. They're like, hey, what do you say about uh, banging this dime piece model? He's like, yeah, I banged her. Yeah, I banged her good. <laughs> he's like, the thing about Leo is he's always the greatest man in the room. So it's like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, and if you're a dime piece model, you're not going to not bang Leo, you know? <laughs> exactly. No matter what you've heard about him, you're not going to not bang Leo. Um, so, yeah, Christian Bale is great. Like, actually amazing. Um, uh, what's his name? Liam Neeson. Perfect. Killian Murphy. Very good. The only performance. Oh, oh, my God. How have we not talked about this? Okay, so fuck Michael Gow forever because uh, Michael Caine might be the perfect depiction of fucking Alfred in history. Sure. Holy shit, dude. Michael Caine is so good. And here's the thing. Michael Gow, just like he's just there to say like old man jokes, right? Like that was mostly what Michael Gow was there to do. Yep. You know, make like butler jokes. Michael Caine's Alfred is like a character with three dimensions that you love. He's the most likable character in the movie. I like him more than Batman. <laughs> dude, I love him. He's like an, he's like a, like a father figure. They also, what I did like about this series too is that they actually, what they did was they took the character of Alfred and they're like, okay, we're going to split this into two motherfuckers. So we're going to have half of Alfred be Michael Caine and half of Alfred be Morgan Freeman. Oh shit. It's real good. It's real good. There's also a scene in this movie uh, that I want to talk about too, where Batman gets poisoned, right? And then he wakes up in the morning and Lucius Fox is there. Um, that's Morgan Freeman's character, and then Alfred's there as well. That scene literally only exists because um, Michael Caine said that he wouldn't do the movie unless he got to do a scene with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I love Michael Caine. Yeah, he just he can do whatever fuck he wants. It's awesome. Because like, here's the thing: is that like when you're thinking about casting a Batman movie, like, and you think of the idea to cast Michael Caine as Alfred, there's no going back from there, right? So like, you gotta get him. So well, you got it. Thing about Michael Caine is if he's not doing anything, he accepts every script. Yeah, that's that's true. Like secondhand lines, but um, Jaws three, Jaws three. Forget. No, I think I think it was four. I think it's four that Michael Caine's in. But that was early in his career. He was still trying to make a name, you know. He was still. He's a name now. He's fucking real old. (laughs) True. Have you ever seen Cider House Rules? Of course I have never seen Cider House Rules. What are you talking about? It, Michael Caine won an Oscar for that movie, and it's easily like one of the worst performances he's ever given. Um, because in that movie, he's trying to do an American accent, and he's just too, so British. He's just so British. So he's like, good night, my 
Princes of you Maine. Know, you want to know what Jaws four was in his fucking in his in his catalog here? About well, sure. his fiftieth film, Jack. <laughs> 50th. Wasn't that early? Oh man, why did I think that was early Kane? He's yeah, he's old. He's old as hell. Is he still kicking around, or did he? Did he? Oh, he's still, he's gone. good, dude. He's in some shit this year, I think. What's he? What's he gonna be? Now you see me too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, like now you see me. Movie was unwatchably bad, but like Michael Caine was fucking awesome in it. Yeah, he was. Of course, he was. He's always good. He's also like unreal in The Prestige. Like yeah, The Prestige is good. Yeah, and Inception. He in just all fucking Nolan movie. Yeah, or what? just all, all the fucking Nolan ones. He's just he was in all in of Interstellar them. too. Dude, he was in the last Witch, Witch Hunter dude. We got to see that. With oh, I have seen that movie. That movie fucking rules. Oh yeah, and he was in the Kingsman too. Oh man, this dude works. He's he's like in his nineties, and the dude works. How old is this guy? He's the old dude. Wow, he's born in thirty three. I can't do math, so he's seven eighty three. Is that right? That sounds right. God damn, dude has two Oscars. Dude has two Oscars. Fucking unreal. Um, what else can you really say? Like, the performances are really what make this movie, and, like, they are really important to the structure of the movie, and if these performances weren't very good, this movie would have fallen apart. Thankfully, Christopher Nolan knows all the best actors in the world, mm-hmm. but then there's a problem, is that he also knows Katie Holmes, and she's fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, she is so unlikable. Uh, they did replace her for the second movie. With Maggie Gyllenhaal, which yeah, is an which, equally bad choice. Yeah, which is just as bad, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, but we'll talk about that next week with Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, the movie follows just like just like such an unpredictable path for a superhero movie. And that's what I like about it is that it's so different from any other superhero movie that's ever been made. And that probably didn't seem that valuable at the time of this movie's release. But now that every fucking movie is a superhero movie and they're all the same... This is a really valuable movie. See, you know, we like to make fun of Christopher Nolan uh, for not being as smart as he thinks he is. But he was on to something with these movies. Yeah, and he's a really good writer. He really is. Um, and and, And, like, honestly, I think most of it comes from the fact that he knows all these good actors, right? And, like, he's like... Yeah. Get all, I, you know, I get Tom Hardy and Leonardo DiCaprio to tie a movie together for me, you know, bang, it's done. I'm, I'm pretty glad he didn't cast Guy Pearce in any of these movies, though. Yeah, yeah, because he, um, he was in that one movie, what, what was that called? Memento. Memento, I love Memento so I much. I love Memento, I do not like Guy Pearce. <laughs> yeah, I do not love Guy Pearce. Guy Pearce was like, fine, Christopher Nolan, I'll go be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and guess how that went. Shane Black's Iron Man 3, fuck you. <laughs> he was the best part about it though speaking of Shane Black hey I think Shane Black might have accidentally made a good movie this is The Nice Guys yeah um, so The Nice Guys is a detective movie starring Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe buddy, have... buddy cop the buddy detective yeah it's like a buddy it's like a buddy cop movie um, uh, set in the 80s about 70s, 70s. yeah 70s sure uh, a porn star gets murdered and they have to figure out why um, I think this movie is excellent. It's really fun, mostly because Ryan Gosling is so good in it. Yeah. Um, that is that is really what ties this movie together, is that Ryan Gosling is unbelievably good as playing the character that he's playing. It's a couple of things that I don't believe. Number one, I don't believe Russell Crowe playing a strong guy i don't believe that <laughs> so I, I kept just... getting distracted because i forgot he was real fat now <laughs> yeah, true. Like, the russell crowe i remember was not fucking morbidly obese yeah like, you ever seen gladiator yeah <laughs> like gladiator dudes fucking chiseled and it's like mm, that's not really what i remember it's like russell crowe who's, who's a real strong guy actor right now like right now who's well, like see, like, like, like it's also, this, this also I'm, confused me in man man with the iron fist with rizza he's even fatter in that movie <laughs> he's supposed to be like this fucking big ass fucking strong guy in that like a big cowboy or some shit imagine imagine in 15 years from now if uh chris hemsworth is like mighty fat 
Yeah, it'd be weird, right? Yeah, but that's basically what happened to Russell Crowe. Like when you when I saw Les Mis a few years ago, I could see it starting to tip, but like it must have been an avalanche the past couple years because he's he's like fucking Orson Welles all of a sudden. That being said, um, he's still amazing. Like Russell Crowe is still like he's good. uh, He doesn't really have that good a comedic timing when he's in a comedy though. So I yeah, I don't think that he was right for this character. I don't really think Russell Crowe or Ryan Gosling are very good at comedy, but it was it was well written enough that they got through it. The the thing with this movie is that Ryan Gosling's character felt like it was written for Ryan Gosling, and Russell Crowe's character didn't feel like that at all. Yeah. Um, it, it, he felt a little misplaced. I still think he's a good actor. Like I still think Russell Crowe is amazing. I just I just wish he had more to do, and I wish that his character was more interesting. I guess. Um, it's he, his character is like sadly just really really bland. He plays like this generic as hell um he's like he's like a muscle man and like what he does is he beats people up for money and it's like i don't really buy that but you know? he's got dad strength though <laughs> yeah he must have dad strength or something but he's you know that's the one thing is that they made ryan gosling a dad and i'm like hey he might be too young for this i don't know if ryan gosling just looks really good for his age or if he's actually still 28 uh <laughs> Isn't Ryan Gosling about 40 at this point? <laughs> he must be, dude. But, like, he still looks like 28. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Let's take a look at the gauze. He was... Oh, he's 36. I still, I still don't know if I buy him as a dad, even if his character was supposed to be 36. No, actually, no. I, I think I'd buy that. I think I'd buy that if he's 36. That makes sense. That makes sense. My dad was like 36 when my brother was 10. How old was this girl supposed to be? Like 10? No, she's older than that. She's like a teenager. You know, this is one of those movies, though, where you have to be okay with uh, a lot of the jokes being because he broke the guy's arm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it's um, like almost slapsticky for a lot of it. Yeah, um, I, I agree. And some of those, like, I'd say like, 80% of the 80% of the jokes land and about 20% of them fall flat. I was, I, I don't know. I, I, the problem with this movie as a comedy is that I, I didn't take a lot out of it. I, like I couldn't, I couldn't sit here and like quote some of the jokes with you. Like I could with like pop star or Keanu, but like yeah. it's, it just is, you know, it, it, it's a comedy and I was laughing, but I couldn't, I couldn't. I would it. say it's, it's probably more cleverly written than it is f- like comedy written yeah it's it's yeah definitely it's but it's that, that being said the plot isn't very good all things considered it's like it's a little messy in my opinion yeah and i'd say i'd honestly i'd say that the strengths of this movie come from its dialogue yeah, um i would agree completely with that yeah like each character feels like a real character except for russell crowe because why the fuck was he playing that character but um <laughs> like <laughs> Each character feels like a real character. Like I almost wonder, like, was who was that Russell Crowe character supposed to be for? Because it wasn't written for Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. Robert Downey Jr. Maybe actually, yeah, that sounds about right. Robert Downey Jr. and and Ryan Gosling. Kurt Russell. Kurt. Oh, dude, that would have been a hanger. There you I'll go. go that fucking man. There you go. That's it. Kurt Russell. Oh, dude, the niece. If it was written for the niece, dude, buckle me up. Count me in. So I got a little game for you to play for this one. Okay. What do you think the tagline for this movie was? Ooh, we're, we're going back to the tags. Tagline for this movie, uh, no more Mr. Nice Guys. Would be Ooh, my pretty guess. close. The tagline for the nice guys was private dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Private dicks. I love it. <laughs> um... One thing that I think this movie really suffered, w- w- one part that I thought this movie really suffered at, was that they <clears throat> sort of, um, the ending just sort of happens and then it's done. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, we, we're at the climax and then the climax happens and then there's one scene where they're like, yeah, I mean, we tried our best, but we didn't, we didn't pull it off. And it's like, okay. And then the movie ends. It's like, uh setting up for the sequel or yes yeah, yeah cuz i i don't think this movie made very much money so mm, i don't know it it did get it it did it was highly rated though so that yeah that that that'll bump a movie up for the most part 
Um, nice guy. Let's find out how much money this. How much you think it made at the box office, Chadley? Couldn't have made more than twenty mil. Oh, well, you were wrong because it made sixty-one million. Oh shit! How much did but it cost to make though? It cost fifty million to make. Suicide Squad had a hundred and thirty-five million dollar opening, and that is preposterous to me that that many people went to see that. What? Suicide Squad had a hundred and thirty-five million dollar opening weekend. That makes sense to me. It's like a big spectacle. It's like a, it's like oh, it's gonna be like Guardians of the Galaxy. Either that, or like I feel like the bad reviews are like actually almost getting people to go see the movie because they'll read the reviews and be like, "Oh man, I gotta see this to believe it," you know? Yeah. Because like I almost went to see this movie a couple of nights back because I was like, "Man, like there's no way." The thing is, is that there's no way Suicide Squad is as bad as people are saying it is. There's just no fucking way. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I'll say that right now. I have not seen Suicide Squad yet, but there's no way it's as bad as people say it is. Yeah. I, I can't imagine it's worse than fucking Batman vs. Superman. That boggles my mind. Yeah. Batman vs. Batman Superman is like... That's straight unwatchable, right? Yeah. So, like, how do you take a peg down from unwatchable david ayer was really doing his homework i guess also great get david ayer of street kings fame yeah let's do that that's a great idea get get the guy who made swat that's awesome get him to remake swat but but put the put bad guys into it and say bad guys like why 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 i don't know dude i don't know why david ayer i've been thinking about that for like like, all week. Like, why the fuck? Okay, to be fair, David Ayer has a couple of bangers. Sure. Watch is, I haven't seen it, but you 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 talk very highly of it. Speak yep. very highly. I'm sure it's a banger. Uh, I kind of like Fury, but here's the thing. Is it Fury and Suicide Squad? Very different kind of movies. You know what? I, he did write Fast and Furious 2, which I will give him. Didn't he? No, he wrote Fast and Furious 4, dude. No, he wrote... He, he wrote Fast and Furious. I thought it was four. Yeah, Fast and Furious is four, dude. It was the shitty one. No, the Fast and Furious. He wrote the first one, Chatley. Did he write the first one? Yes. I thought he wrote the fourth one. I thought he only wrote the fourth one. You're wrong. I'll tell you right now that you're wrong. Well, shit. Um, wow. If you, if you Google David Ayer, the first thing that comes up is Suicide Squad... Deleted scenes and ending explained by David Ayer. What are you throwing him freaking the ending? Like, I'm I not going to be able to understand the ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David Ayer, you're te- you're testing me here. You're pushing my buttons, dude. Is that eight minutes of fucking Jared Leto too confusing or what? <laughs> eight minutes, dude. That's preposterous because his name is second on the poster. His name is second on the poster. So. Yo, this is a this is a fucking Harley Quinn and and fucking Will Smith movie. Get it? Yeah. Apparently, Killer Croc is the best character though, because he's black as hell. Black as hell, Killer Croc. I might be down yeah. for that. Here's the thing: is that like we were talking about this before the podcast, but like I've heard so many differing opinions on Suicide Squad, all from people whose opinion I trust. So there is a chance that I might like this movie. But I doubt it. I think that's very unlikely, Chad. Yeah, I but I highly doubt it. Thing is, I, is like, I wouldn't be surprised if I liked it more than a lot of the other superhero movies that came out this year. But I mean, it's not a, it's not like a it's not a high bar. See, Casey and I were talking last week, and we were we wanted to watch a movie, and I was like, we should check out that new Tarzan movie, and she said, no, I don't really want to see it because I read the reviews and they weren't very good, and I said, Casey, you cannot make it, you cannot. Form an opinion on a movie until you've seen it, except for Suicide Squad, because we know. Because <laughs> we know that's fucking bad. But yeah, I mean, like, it's just like, there's no way it's good. But either way, we'll, I'm sure in the coming weeks, we'll talk about Suicide Squad at length. We're, well, we're going to go see it. Like, that's... Yeah, we got to, it's got to be, it's got to happen. So you about, got anything else about the nice guys? I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, I thought yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's it's like it's like an hour and forty minutes, and it's just really fun. It's like it's a detective. Remember, um, what was it? Inherent Vice. This is what yeah. Inherent Vice should have been like. It's like Inherent Vice, uh, and like Big Lebowski. If the yeah, if Inherent Vice was written, okay. combined. 
Yeah, and it's and it's a lot of fun. There's some jokes I couldn't tell you them, but I remember them being funny. Yeah. Yeah. So check out <laughs> check out the nice guys. 100% never see X Men Apocalypse, and if you haven't seen Batman Begins, do that. That's my pick of the week. Pick. Of the, we should start doing that. Pick of the week. Pick of the week is Batman Begins. Check out Batman Begins. Yeah, I'd have to go with Batman Begins as well. Absolutely. Thanks for watching the pod. Uh, if you're listening on the internet or the iTunes or whatever, thanks for doing that as well. Um, check us out on YouTube. We showed off our animals this podcast. Yeah. So there's there's some cat and some hedgehog, a uh, real fat hedgehog. Um, yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I wouldn't. I don't even. What is my What is my Twitter handle again? I keep changing it. I don't tell you. I'm not Brad. Only Reek. That's what my Twitter handle is. Follow, you follow me, me on Twitter at Last Cool Dude. A lot of good content on there. Absolutely. And like the Punch Nerds Facebook. That's where you're going to see all the podcasts as they go up. Subscribe on iTunes and YouTube. That's the show. We'll be back in a bit for another couple episodes. Let's do this. Fuck Tim Burton. Fuck Tim. <laughs> Hashtag Liam Neeson. Hashtag Liam